So are water filters a load of BS or are they actually effective in cleaning our water and making our water not necessarily more palatable, but actually better for our bodies by consuming it? And if these water filters are not just a load of BS and they actually do work, which ones are actually going to be the best ones for us to use in terms of cost and in terms of efficacy for removing impurities from the water? All of that and more on today's episode. This is the Elemental Evan podcast, and this is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this show, I break down health topics from a holistic and simplified perspective so that you can walk away from these episodes with actionable steps that you can actually apply to your life and take health back into your control. But above all of that, I am honestly just a person who really cares about my health and your health. And this is my way of giving back to everyone because it is definitely the thing that I wish I had when I was younger. So hopefully you are able to take something away from this podcast today which is going to be obviously all about water and water filters. So to kick things off, is a water filter effective? Yes, the short answer is definitely yes. You 100% want to filter your water. Luckily, if you live in a somewhat or very modern country, then you probably have pretty clean water wherever you live, at least to the point that you can drink it and it's not going to make you sick or at least not sick immediately. But the real concern kind of starts to arise when we start to talk about things like chlorine and fluoride and even actually trace amounts of pharmaceuticals making their way into our waterways, as well as a bunch of other weird things that could be in there, possibly leaching from the pipelines themselves that are transporting the water to our faucets. So if you're like me, I am someone who grew up drinking straight out of the hose, straight out of the garden hose, um, playing out on the street and just every time you got thirsty, run over, throw the hose on and drink straight out of it. Probably not the best idea. Of course, it's not going to kill you or at least it's not going to do so immediately. It might have health effects over time. If you're asking me, I do believe that a lot of the things that are added into our waterways or sorry, not our waterways, but actually the water that we're consuming is not necessary as well as not good for us. And so there's a saying that if you don't use a filter, you become the filter. And unfortunately, there's a lot of bad things that probably shouldn't be in our water. And therefore, I do not want my body purifying the water. I would rather have something purify the water for me for me to then consume. Which leads me to the next big question of, so if water filters are effective, then what is the best water filter to be using? Well, I will say this. I think that you need to meet the water filter where your budget allows first. So if that means just getting a, I don't know, 30 or $40 Brita filter, then maybe you start out there and then work your way up. Um, but definitely doing something is going to be much, much better than doing nothing. Now, with that said, the Brita filter, probably not the best filter choice, um, especially if you live in a major city, which I do here in the U.S. Um, it's not going to be the most effective, and there's going to be a lot of stuff that is still going to get past those filters and into your water. So therefore, probably not the best one to be using. 
Um, there are some that are a step above, and of course, the more money you spend on these filters, typically the better they're going to be. For the most part, that's not always true. Um, but definitely going a step above that would be something like along the lines of a Berkey filter. That's B-E-R-K-E-Y. That is definitely going to be a much, much better filter than your Brita filter. In fact, it's going to be leagues better than the Brita filter. But even still, I would personally myself go one step beyond even the Berkey filter, which I do believe the Berkey filter is a great filter. So if you have that one, you're still doing awesome with that. But being that I live here in a major city and there is just honestly, there's a lot of stuff in the water that is, is just not good for us. And really the most effective way to get that out of the water is to use a reverse osmosis system. So personally, I use the Aqua True, I believe is what it's called, or True Aqua. No, I think it's Aqua True. Um, and it's a countertop appliance. It's relatively affordable because some of these reverse osmosis systems can be a little bit expensive, like literally can even get into the thousand dollar range. Um, the Aqua True, I think I got mine for under $500, like maybe... I got it on a sale, so I don't remember exactly, but I even want to say it was under 400, like 300 and something dollars, which is a really good price for a reverse osmosis system. But what I really like about the countertop appliance that I have is that you can clean out pretty much all of the compartments, which is a really big deal because if you have a reverse osmosis system that has a large tank on it and is, you know, maybe under your sink, there tends to be an issue with algae overgrowth or just like back. I think it's I think it's bacteria overgrowth, but you get like this green growth and I'll even see it if I don't take good care of my AquaTrue. I'll see it start to grow in some of the uh, little little nooks and crannies of the water system. So then I have to make sure I'm really cleaning it super well, which typically I just do a water and um, uh, white vinegar as well as even a little bit of uh, just dishwashing soap to clean that out. Um, so I really do like the fact that I can clean it as opposed to the under sink system. I think there is a way to clean it, but it's very difficult. You have to have typically someone come out and service it, uh, which is just not something that I'm interested in doing. I'd rather just be able to do it myself. It might be a little bit more tedious, but I do really enjoy the quality of water. It tastes really good. You can tell it's absolutely been, you know, um, purified and definitely has a very clean taste to it. Which is super important because, like I said, there's just so many impurities in the water system here that it's just a good idea to make sure we're trying to filter out as much of that as we can. However, there is a kind of flip side to this, as with most things, and that is that water is not found in nature in its pure H2O form because water likes to bind with stuff, right? It likes to, um, you know, it's a solvent, right? And so it likes to bind with things. And so water in nature is always with something else, typically with minerals, right? Because it's running through rivers and it's picking up these minerals. And so naturally water has some mineral con to it, uh, content to it or um, TDS, I think stands for total dissolved solubles, I believe. Um, so if you ever drink like spring water, you can typically look on the back of the bottle and it'll say the TDS content, which is you know, definitely a good thing, right? We want to have minerals um, that are replenishing our body, that we're drinking from our water. 
So when you have a reverse osmosis system and you purify your water, you do need to add back in minerals, which may sound counterproductive here, like you're stripping everything out to put things back in, but really we're just trying to strip out all the bad stuff to put back in the good stuff. So you can buy, um, typically they're called like trace minerals. Um, Aqua True as well has their own uh, little blend. It's basically, it's literally almost like concentrated seawater, which is just once again, super high in minerals. Um, and you can just add a few drops or however many drops is recommended into your water jug or your water container where you store your water. And that way you're remineralizing your water because I don't know the actual, you know, science backing on this, but they do say that when you drink, you know, purified water, water that has been stripped of pretty much everything and is just pure H2O is not good for your body because it could possibly start to pull minerals out of your body because it naturally wants to bind uh, with other things. It wants to uh, be accompanied by other things, right? So for that reason, it is supposedly not good to drink just purified water. You want to add a little bit of something in there. And for example, if you have a bottle of purified water that you bought at the store, just drop a little bit of sea salt in there and it will help to add some minerals back into that water. So that is a, a quick little hack that you can do. But overall, we definitely want to try to make sure we're drinking, you know, water that has been properly purified and then adding in the necessary minerals that it needs so that we're not stripping our body, which once again, I do not have any science to back that up and I'm not citing anything on it. You can go look up studies. Um, I'm sure you could find some that would, you know, justify exactly what I'm saying. But nonetheless, this is just hearsay. It's what I've heard from other people and it's an easy precaution for me to take. And nonetheless, what's the harm of taking some additional minerals, right? So that is the type of water filtration system that I use and that honestly, my wallet will allow because <laughs> once you start going above that, it can start to get a little bit pricey. Like for example, I believe that spring water is actually one of the best waters that you can possibly drink. It's a natural source of water that is gonna be you know, already containing the minerals that it, it, it should have and is going to be very hydrating for the body. And just overall, I believe spring water truly is like one of the most hydrating and nourishing waters that we can drink. So from time to time, I will grab some spring water from the store and drink a little bit here and there. But there are these, you know, delivery systems where you can get on a subscription and they will deliver spring water to your door by the gallons. Um, and that's definitely a really awesome thing. I would love to do that. But once again, you do start to get into a little bit more uh, money here. But there is a brand or a company by the name of Waters Alive, I believe, or Alive Waters, something like that. And they do have a service where they provide, uh, you know, to your door delivery of spring water, which is really, really cool. And honestly, if I was able to, I would probably go that route. But Definitely going the reverse osmosis route is not a bad idea. I think it's something that I would always have on hand just in case, uh, even if I was doing the spring water. And honestly, it's still a really good form of water. Um, I think it's definitely not even mid-range. I think it's on the higher end of making sure you're drinking like really good water. And then with the top, in my opinion, being spring water uh, as being the absolute best type of water that you could be consuming. Once again, 
you'd have to go find the research on that one because I'm not citing a source on that one. Actually, the whole reason for this episode is because I was asked multiple times about water uh, this week. And so I figured it would be a good idea to do an episode on it because it's a question I've been getting a lot. So I figured why not just make a podcast episode on it. But nonetheless, uh, so yeah, sorry, I'm a little bit lackadaisical here on the citing of sources for this episode. Um, a lot of this is just what I've heard throughout, you know, my journey here in life and through this, uh, you know, constant research and studying of health and wellness. These are the things that I've heard regarding water. So yeah, in my opinion, spring water is going to be at the top. And of course, that's also going to vary depending on the source in which you're getting the spring water from, right? We want to make sure it's a very clean source, not one that's been tampered with, or maybe has a lot of pollutants in it because of, you know, activity going on around the, the spring water. Uh, those can also play a factor as well. So you do have to take that into consideration. But I think the reverse osmosis system is a really, really great way to go. And it's also quite affordable. Um, the filters on the reverse osmosis system need to be replaced about once a year, um, which absolutely does not break the bank. Um, I'm trying to remember how much they were, but I want to say, I think I spent somewhere around 80 to $90 to replace two of the filters because the other filter can last much longer. So it's, it's a pretty affordable route for sure. Um, yeah, so definitely highly recommend that or the spring water. But then once again, just meet yourself wherever you can and wherever your money allows. Uh, but definitely using a filter is going to be a benefit, even if it's the you know lowest of the low uh, Brita filter, right? Like that's still going to be better than having nothing. Now, I also wanted to talk about one other topic here that I do get a lot of questions on and I was asked about this week as well. And that is about alkaline water. So to be fair, I actually haven't done a crazy amount of research on alkaline water, but from what I have seen, at least in the small amount of research or, you know, podcasts that I have uh, listened to is essentially that alkaline water may be beneficial for the body, but there really isn't super hard evidence on it, or at least from what I've heard, because when you drink alkaline water, your stomach is acidic, and so when you drink alkaline water, the first thing that's going to happen is that water is going to become acidic because it's entering an acidic environment, which your stomach is very, very acidic, right? And your stomach will produce more hydrochloric acid and make a more acidic uh, environment, even if you pour uh, some of this you know, alkaline water in there. And in general, your body has um, the ability to alkalize itself by using uh, different minerals throughout the body and wherever the acidity is needed, that's where it will go. So from what I've heard, drinking alkaline water probably isn't really fully doing what they're saying in terms of like alkalizing the body. I think more so having like an alkaline diet would probably be more effective uh, if you were really concerned with making your body more alkaline. Um, but Nonetheless, you know what? Go with whatever route works for you. Um, I know there's a few brands out there like the Kangen water is one of the big ones. Um, you know, it's a water filter, so that's good. You know, at least you're like filtering your water. Like that's definitely a benefit, right? Like regardless of the alkaline, uh, you know, portion of the water, it's at least filtered, which is going to be uh, definitely a benefit. And in terms of the alkaline properties of the water, if it's really benefiting us, 
Personally, I don't think so. Um, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. I don't really believe that it is really super beneficial for the body. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be somewhat beneficial. Um, but just from what I've heard and from the small research that I have done, it doesn't seem like alkaline water really has a huge effect on your health. Um, but nonetheless, if that's the route you want to go and it makes you consume more water, then hey, that's definitely a good route to go. I would say one thing though, do not drink alkaline water near the time in which you're eating food. Because once again, your stomach is acidic. And if you do consume some alkaline water, or even just kind of like water in general, they typically say to, you know, wait about 30 minutes before and after eating before drinking water. Um, and that is because it will slightly lower your stomach acidity, your pH level, and make it slightly harder to digest the foods. So typically, if you're drinking any kind of water um, around a meal, you want to wait 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after consuming food to make sure you're not really messing with the digestion um, and making sure that your pH levels stay high so that it can digest the food properly and break it down and assimilate it and all that good stuff. So that's just in general with any kind of water that you're drinking, but even more specifically, I guess, with the alkaline water, um, because we do want to keep our stomach acidic when it comes to consuming food. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the wrap on alkaline water, in my opinion, probably not really as effective as they say it is, but I could totally be wrong. Um, I haven't done enough research on it to really have a super strong opinion on it. And honestly, if it makes you consume more water, then by all means, feel free to drink alkaline water. I'd be, you know, happy to see you just at least consuming more uh, filtered water as opposed to not. So that is where I'm going to put the point on alkaline water and its effectiveness. And honestly, that is where I'm going to wrap up this episode. It's a little bit of a shorter episode today, but I really wanted to give a quick talk on water and the kind of water that I drink and the water filtration system that I personally use. Um, so the big takeaways from this episode is definitely going to be to use a water filter, regardless of which one it is. Um, better to use one than not, because if you don't use a water filter, you become the water filter. Um, in my opinion, a reverse osmosis system, one like the AquaTrue, is going to be really beneficial because you can also clean it out uh, to avoid any of that, like, I think it's like an allergy uh, growth that can happen. And then if you can, spring water definitely, in my opinion, is going to be the best water you consume. And in terms of alkaline water, probably not as effective as they say it is. But if it makes you drink more filtered water, then by all means, feel free to drink it. And I think it's going to be of benefit as opposed to not drinking the filtered water and staying dehydrated. So definitely would recommend doing that. And also just a quick tip on hydration. If you are a person who struggles with hydration, or even if you are fasting a lot and you typically get a little bit lightheaded um, in the morning because you are fasting, I would highly recommend trying out the Element Packets. That's L-M-N-T. These can really help out with uh, making sure that you don't get super lightheaded because it has literally all the electrolytes that you would need and nothing more. Um, they use, I think, is it Stevia? I, I can't remember what kind of sweetener they use, but it's one that doesn't spike the uh, blood glucose levels. So you can even take it while you're fasting, which is really awesome. Um, another thing that I've done as well is I have taken the energy bits, uh, the spirulina energy bits. So sorry, spirulina from energy bits. 
Um, that's my personal favorite company in terms of spirulina and chlorella. I really, really love those products and they have a ton of vitamins and minerals in them. And if you keep the amount of energy bits that you consume or spirulina or chlorella um, to a minimum, then it will not spike your levels too high and supposedly you can still stay in a fasted state even with consuming a few of them, like maybe let's say five or six of them. And that may also help with keeping you from getting that kind of like faintness that you might feel uh, throughout the early parts of your morning if you are fasting. Uh, I have tried that and it has worked for me as well. So I kind of bounce between the two from the element to the uh, specifically I use spirulina from Energy Bits. And um, that usually helps me out so that I don't get too faint when I'm uh, going about my day early on because some days I will fast until like 12 o'clock and you know there are some times where if I don't have element or the spirulina then I can start to feel a little bit lightheaded and uh, I'll have to quickly find some way to uh, get like you know some electrolytes in my system or something like that so um, that's going to be my tip on that uh, if you wanted to try out the spirulina energy bits, go ahead and check out the website. I have it in the description of this episode and you get a 20% discount off of your entire order. That's just for being a listener to the show. And that's my way of saying thank you to all of you. And honestly, it's truly just one of my favorite companies. Um, I'm so happy to be partnered with them. And Catherine Arnston, the founder, is super awesome. Had her on the show a few times. Feel free to listen to those episodes and get educated on microalgae. Uh, but yeah, so feel free to check those out. And I think that's going to do it in terms of water. So hopefully this was of benefit and you have something to take away from this episode. And hopefully it is to start using a filter. Um, if you take one thing away, it would definitely be that. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. So I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you for tuning in on this slightly shorter episode today. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to it on, then please go ahead and do so. It makes a huge difference in helping people to find this show. And also, if you haven't left a rating or a review, please do that as well. On Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a written review, and I always read those. I love to see them. And once again, literally just helps us to spread this message of the show. And of course, you can always just share this episode personally with your friends, family, and loved ones. Throw it on your social medias. Please tag me if you do so. And if you have any questions that you want answered or you're curious on hearing more about something on one of these show episodes, please go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram at Elemental Evan, and I would love to hear your feedback and include it in one of these episodes. So thank you all so much for tuning in once again on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday, and I will see you next Wednesday. Got some great episodes coming your way and some really awesome guests as well, so please stay tuned for those. And honestly, just thank you all so much. I really appreciate you tuning in, and it means the world to me. I send love to each and every single one of you listeners and look forward to having you on the next episode. All right, y'all, have a great one. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.